0: Armed protesters storm Michigan State House. Sweden gets praised for the no lockdowns, and Biden falls asleep on live stream with Hillary Clinton. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now, let's get into this. Before I get into this, I want to say thank you. We're in the top thirty political podcasts on Apple right now. If you can please share the link to your favorite episodes, or just share the link to this episode with a friend, that'll be greatly appreciated. I want to, I want to get us to the top ten. We can get there. Thank you. Let's start raging. So in this video, Wisconsin police officers go on a power trip and show up at a woman's house because she violated state orders by allowing her daughter to play at a neighbor's house. The tyranny is here. Listen to this.
1: Hi, Amy. Hi. I'm Deputy Everhart with the Sheriff's Department. So, are you aware that we're in a stay-at-home order right now? uh
2: Yeah, obviously. By the government. Yes, I am aware. Okay, you're
1: aware of that. I am aware. So I don't need to explain that to you.
2: No, you don't need to explain okay, that to I me. I can
1: if you need me to.
2: Go. You can. You can because your officer was just here two weeks ago. Okay. Do you need me? And to he to explained no? it to me that you guys weren't enforcing that order.
1: Oh, we're about to. So okay. You understand it, though? Okay,
2: so why are you here?
1: Because your daughter is going to play at other people's home, and you're allowing it to happen.
0: That's so ridiculous. Guess what? You can't go play at your friend's house. You can't have your daughters play at your friend's house, or all the cops are going to show up to your house. How ridiculous is this?
2: They were over here as well, so okay. are you and here?
1: They've been, and they've been talked to Okay. So no, I understand. Okay. And so either you can acknowledge it or you can argue I'm
2: a- I'm acknowledging it.
1: Okay, stop having your kid go by other people's home.
2: Okay, I acknowledge it. Anything good. else?
1: Nope, that was it. Apparently, there was some other I issue acknowledged we- it. I-, I acknowledged okay, it. Good. Okay. Anything else?
2: Um,
0: yeah, I need your um, last name. Look how pissed. I know you, a lot of you are probably listening to this, but this cop is like pissed off in the face because of this. Amy,
2: what's your last name? I'm not. Do you? Is there a reason you're asking for I'm it? I'm adding you to the screen so we can... Document that we had contact with you. Is there a reason for it? Yep, because you're that's violating the same order, talking which about. is a. If you let me finish, that's what I'm explaining to you.
0: Oh, shut up, you freaking C word. Uh, if you let me finish, you'll understand why I need your lights in the place. Shut up, a bit slap, you.
2: Because you're violating an order. I haven't gonna, violated an order. We're going to have documentation in our screen with your name because we're here talking to you about that, that you said you just acknowledged. Okay, so then there's I would
0: like to see the law that you. requires me to give you that information. It's very strange because the male cop is in the background just pacing back and forth. Like he's pissed. Thank
2: you. Because I, I haven't... What is your middle initial? I don't believe that I'm required to give that to you. Are if we done levels. here? No, we're not. Okay. Your middle initial and your last name. I'm not giving it to you. I haven't done anything wrong.
0: Perfect. We got it. Okay. And
2: that'll be documented, too, that you're uncooperative. Okay.
0: That'll be documented that you're uncooperative. Oh, shut up. Jeez, these cops. If you ever get confronted by a cop for letting your child play at the neighbor's house and that violates the lockdown orders, I want you to say to the cop, when you became an officer, what did you take an oath to uphold? They took an oath to uphold the Constitution. Then I want you to say to them, is it unconstitutional for you to tell me I can't go to my neighbor's house to have my kid play with their kid? Because if they're if they're enforcing unconstitutional orders, which they are, they are relieved from duty and they're no longer police officers because they're breaking their oath. And these cops need to be reminded. The, oh, I'm just following orders is not an excuse because you have free will. You have the ability to make the decisions and make the choices for yourself as a cop. Don't give me that I'm just following orders BS. You see how quick these cops turn on you. Where we, us Republicans, defended these cops time and time again when it comes to brutality and violence. And we defend them against racism. This is how they turn their backs on the American people. This is how they turn their backs on us, the freedom-loving Americans that have their backs. Because it's not going to be you're not going to see the Democrats go out of their house. They're they're hiding underneath their, their their couch. It's us Republicans, we're the ones that are more active and going out and not afraid and we're we're not listening to the to the fake news BS. So the, the people that these cops are going to be confronting are the people that will ha- would more likely have a blue lives matter sticker on the back of their car. You know what? If you're a cop that enforces unconstitutional orders, I'm sorry, I'm scratching, I'm scratching that blue lives matter sticker off because because if if you're gonna come to me and give me that BS, I support the cops. I support the cops. You know the ones, those cops that I support. I support the cops that are working in the hood daily, risking their lives, getting shot at, actually running into buildings to actually save people's lives. You know the cops that I don't respect are cops like these, are cops that do nothing but pull you over to give you petty tickets for going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. Though, I'm sorry, I don't respect those cops. If you're one of those cops stuck doing those jobs, I'm sorry, I feel bad for you. If you don't want to do it, I feel bad for you. You're kind of stuck doing it, you just want to get a paycheck. If you're one of the cops, you know, being a ticketer, I'm sorry, you're, that's just where you're at. Just don't be a, a jerk off. Just, just be at least cool about it. But if you're one of these cops responding to a house call... Because a kid played with another neighbor kid. I'm sorry, I have no respect for you. You're not a police officer in my mind. And the states, what they need to do, the Republican leadership in these states, as many as they can, uh, whatever they can do. They need to crack down on these orders. They need to crack down also on people that are initiating, who are allowing for this to happen. The sheriff's office, the police department's. These people need to be held accountable for their unconstitutional actions. And the only ones that can really hold them accountable are us. We're the only ones that can end lockdowns. We're the only ones that can put them in the place. And you know what? They're, they can poke the beast so much until we scratch back. And that's what's going to happen. Because we're not going to start scratching back little here, little there. It's going to be a smack back. Smack scratch back. Whatever it would be. But we're gonna, we're at the brink. We're at the brink where something bad is gonna happen unless these governors get their heads on their shoulders and say, we need to end lockdowns. You know what? I said lockdowns are gonna end on this date. They're actually gonna end on that date. We're not gonna expand them. At least if you do that, that will ease people from the revolution. But if you keep extending and extending and extending and getting harsher and harsher and harsher when the virus isn't even an issue anymore, where the real issue would be lockdown orders, I'm sorry. But if you face a revolution, that's on you. You should know the spirit of America. You should know the fundamental founding principles of America. You should know the obviously they don't because they're Democrats. And if they understood it, they wouldn't be Democrats. If they understood the founding principles of this country. They don't. The Democrats don't understand that. They believe they're God. They believe they have all the power. They, they're, they're tyrannical dictators. That's what they want to be. If we only had the right dictator in power. That's, that's a socialist ideology. If we only had the right guy in power. And give him all the power. Yo, know, what happens when that guy goes away? What happens? Who, com- who comes and f- fills the place? What happens when someone takes him out? Doesn't seem like a good plan to me. Isn't that one of the many reasons why Rome fell? Because they went from good leader to good leader and then just had a series of bad leaders? Jeez. So up on screen I have footage of armed and unarmed protesters that stormed the Michigan State House to protest Governor Whitmer's lockdown. I'm going to play it out for you guys so you can hear what they're saying. They're saying, let us in. So it seems like Michigan is literally days away from the full-on revolution because it's getting closer and closer to actual violence. Luckily, so far, there has been no violence. And I hope soon the governor says, hey, um, I'm going to stop flexing my power on you guys because you might storm and rip me out of office and drag me out by my hair. So you know what? I'm going to stop trying to flex on you guys with lockdowns. When when is that time going to come because these democrats they don't they think they're gods. They don't understand the fact that they don't have any power. They hold no true power. Because they can ripped be ripped out of office anytime we want them to be. Cuz it's we the people. We're the ones with the true power. Now there this is an article that came out. It says Republicans don't extend state of emergency vote to sue governor Whitmer instead. So it seems like um the extension the state of emergency extension got stopped and you know th- what what happens is a lot of the republicans end up suing the governors for for breaking for violations. Michigan lawmakers did not approve the state of emergency for coronavirus pandemic and instead authorized a lawsuit challenge against governor Gretchen Whitmer's authority. Whitmer asked the legislator to approve a 28-day extension of the emergency declaration, which expires Thursday night, and said legislators voted on a package of bills Thursday that would change how the state responds respond to the, the pandemic. They also voted to approve the lawsuit against Whitmer. member of the Republican-held House-passed bills, this is the state house, that would replace a series of orders issued by D- Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer with the state laws passed in the normal democracy. Okay. Uh, so I mean that, that pretty much summarizes it. I'm just gl- I'm just I just hope she tries to stop because this is the problem. These Democrats, they go mad with power when their power and their authority gets questioned or challenged or knocked down a peg. they feel the need to try to flex their power and their muscles. On the people. And that is, 10 times out of 10, that is not going to work. Unless you're talking to a bunch of sheep Democrats who you say, go inside, it'll protect your life. They'll go inside and not ask any questions. You cannot do that with the free thought, the free living, the freedom loving, true Republican Americans. You cannot play those games. Those games will not work out for you ever. Listen to the governor of Florida go off at the fake news media and the hoax.
1: Governor DeSantis, you did face quite a bit of criticism for not closing your state as soon as some did. Uh, There's a yeah, lot of attention. At what have the results been. You look at some of the most draconian orders that have been issued in some of these states and compare Florida in terms of our hospitalizations per 100,000, in terms of our fatalities per 100,000. I mean, you go from D.C., Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, you name it. Florida's done better, and I'm not criticizing those states, but everyone in the media was saying Florida was gonna be like New York or Italy and that has not happened because we understood we have a big diverse state, we understood the outbreak was not uniform throughout the state, and we had a tailored and measured approach that not only helped our numbers be way below what anyone predicted, but also did less damage to our state going forward. I had construction going on, the road projects, but we did it in a safe way, and we did it I think in a way that is probably more sustainable um, over the long term. So I think people can go back and look at all the Criticism and then look now and nobody predicted that Florida would. we have challenges. This is not an easy situation We've had people in the hospital But I am now in a situation where I have less than 500 people at a state of 22 million on ventilators as of last night And I have 6,000 in 500 ventilators that are sitting idle unused throughout the state of Florida, So, so
0: this is good DeSantis is going on saying we're overprepared for what we're doing. You all said that opening and slowly opening and opening the economy and ending lockdowns were going to make us turn into the next Italy and have massive death and destruction all over the street. But DeSantis, the governor, he understood. One, we got a warmer population. Two, we got different demographics. Three, we're more spread out. There, there's—it's not a, Lockdowns are not a one-size-fits-all policy. Whereas let's just hypothetically say the lockdowns did work in Italy and New York City and they needed them. And uh, then the hypothetical world. Florida is not New York City. Florida is not Italy. Different parts of Florida are not the same as other parts of Florida. Part like New York City is not the same as upstate New York. They don't need to be, they don't need to be held to the same standards. There's different factors at play when it comes to dealing with this virus. There's a reason why. California has no outbreak besides being the number one populated state, and New York has it the worst. There's a reason for that it's because of different demographics, different populations, different density, different weather. This all affects the virus, how the virus spreads, how the virus reacts. And the problem is the media, the media is not dumb. They know what they're doing. It's the Democrats that are dumb. The Democrat voters that are dumb. I think the politicians are more cunning and they're purposely lying. They're purposely misleading because they want to fool the dumb Democrat voters. The Democrats literally think that there's a massive outbreak in Florida, a massive outbreak in Texas, a massive outbreak in California, because they don't do the research. They don't want to look at the facts. They don't want to look at the graphs and build for themselves. They're going to see some BS graph that the media presents of just a line going up, and that's all they know. That's all that their mental capacity is able to handle. They don't look at growth rate. They don't look at the death rate. They don't look at the death percentages. They don't look at... To antibody testing, they don't look at the growth rate of this state versus this state or this city versus this city or how it affects differently in warmer weather or how it affects differently in different densities with the population density or how, how the public transportation goes. Like They don't understand. There's too many factors to put into play for these Democrats to properly understand what is going on. If there's 10,000 deaths in a country, they think that's bad. It sounds bad. Obviously, 10,000 deaths is tragic regardless, but they think that is mega bad. But let's take a step back. Those 10,000 deaths out of how many people? Oh, 320-something million people? Hmm, doesn't seem too bad. How many de- people die on, on normally? Oh, wow, that that's only a, a, a 0.1% increase in the weekly or monthly deaths or whatever it is. I'm just using the hypothetical numbers. They don't understand. People die normally. What is the excess deaths? The people dying. Who is dying? Oh, two-thirds of the people dying are people who would have been dead by the end of the year regardless. Oh, who are the people dying? Oh, old people in nursing homes. And they don't think they're themselves. Let's just lock down nursing homes. Who are the people that are not affected by this virus? Working-aged Americans who are out there keeping society rolling. What do they think? Oh, let's just lock everybody in their house. They don't have any comprehensive critical thinking Abilities in their brain where they just think virus bad, graph up, lockdown everything. What happens when lockdowns end? They just think the virus is magically going to vanish and disappear. These people are actually idiots. They cannot be trusted. They should not be able to vote. Everybody should have, you know what, I take that back. Everybody should have the right to vote. Just not everybody should vote, especially if you're that dumb got red-pilled, and she tweeted out, I'm really sad, and I'm really tired. I normally share thoughts, but tonight is emotional, and she tweeted out a photo of her crying. I replied saying, glad to see people wake up and start breaking the conditioning, and she made a whole post talking about how she was born and raised a Democrat, and et cetera, and she loved democracy, and how she would die for the country. She made a whole post about that, but this is the most thing that I find the most important thing out of what she said. I feel really quiet, a sense of loss tonight. She's she, she been thinking. I'm not a cynical person, but America, goddamn. Republicans have always been painted as the bad guys. And I've always seen them more as a cult. But now I realize, so are the Democrats and the media. See, that's the thing. She was conditioned by the media, conditioned by the Democrats to believe Republicans are bad. But now she's realizing that it's the Democrats and the media. Macro and micro. This is deeper than a cover-up. And I am sad because there's death around all corners and shadows in the daytime. It hurts me. So this is funny because I know a lot of people, a lot of people who are liberals or, or friends of friends who are liberals. And they think, they actually think Republicans are the party of evil. And one of the reasons why they think Republicans are the party of evil is, if you want to talk about the whole abortion thing, they think we—this is what they actually think. They think that we only are against abortion because we want to control women and not allow women to murder uh, unborn babies. They think it's about this control. And the Democrats and the media, they set this narrative to make people actually believe that. But when people start breaking that conditioning— They start being exposed to the truth, and they start seeing, they have this awakening, and they start seeing that it's actually the media and the Democrats that are the bad guys, and they're framing and painting a a false image of the Democrats. And she, luckily, she's one of the people who's starting to wake up, and she got 60,000 likes on this, uh, a lot of people are giving her a lot of support, you know, you know, keep digging. So she said, the article reads from Fox News, um, Rose lashes out at Democrat media, now I know too much. So I think, I'll be honest, I think it was just over time after her seeing it. She's just figured it out. I guess we're not on the right team. Listen to the WHO admit that Sweden did the right thing with no lockdowns.
2: I think there's a perception out there that Sweden has not put in place control measures and has just allowed the disease uh, to spread. Uh, Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, Sweden has put in place a very strong public health policy around physical distancing, around caring and protecting for people in in long-term facilities and many other things. What it has done differently is it has very much relied on its relationship with its citizenry. And the ability and willingness of citizens to implement physical distancing and to self-regulate, uh, if you if you want to use uh, that word, and in that sense, they've implemented public policy through that partnership with the public. I think there's a perception.
0: Obviously, this is from the WHO, the World Health Organization. So take what they say with a grain of salt, or a grain of rice, whatever the grain of sand. I don't know what the expression is, but <laughs> but. Remember when Sweden was ripped apart for no lockdowns, now the WHO is praising them as a model in the coronavirus fight for resisting the lockdowns. Now, what Sweden did was they just had social distancing guidelines, they focused on the nursing homes, and they let people live their life. Obviously, on the data, you're going to see a spike in the initial data when the when the death rate and the infection rate goes up. And then you're going to see a spike go down. And that's kind of the whole point. Because right now, what we're seeing is that exact thing happened. And they said within a couple weeks, they should be herd immune, which is true. I'm pulling up the graph right now, and their data is pretty lagged. Because it, it's like a few days, there's no data, then there is data. So there's a nice, there's a. am not going to say nice, but there's a solid upward trend up until ep, uh, April 21st, and then it's a solid downward trend. There's a little bit of a bump up, so who knows if this is their peak, and they're kind of at their peak right now, or if they're already coming down from their peak. And the whole point of not doing lockdowns is to just get it over with quicker because people are going to have with no virus and no cure or no super effective treatment on the horizon the only way out is herd immunity and sweden decided let's go the herd immunity approach let's slow it down as much as we can without national lockdown measures so they said just follow these social distancing guidelines. We'll slow it down as much as we can normally without destroying our economy. And we'll just you know, make sure that our hospitals aren't overburdened this way so we can care for every single patient. And that's genius. That's the way we should be doing it in America. That's the way every state should be doing it. Just follow some basic social distancing guidelines so we don't crash the economy. Let's get this over with. We need to get to herd immunity. You know what? In a few weeks... They're going to be done with it. Their new cases are going to plummet. Their debts are going to plummet, and it's going to be over. But you know what? This is how the Democrats act. This is how Teams Doomsday acts. They're going to rip apart Sweden for their initial peak, their initial, initial upward curve, and then they're going to completely ignore it in a week, two weeks, three weeks, however long it's going to take when they plummet. While every other country, they... Every other country spikes up, and they hold this type of flattened curve at a large peak for a really long time, and then it slowly tickers and goes away, and it lasts months. What you're going to see in Sweden is going to go boop, boop, done. Obviously, if everybody's able to receive medical care, there'll there'll be no excess deaths. That's what it comes down to. Because people are... This is a force of mother nature. It's like trying to stop a hurricane. You're not going to be able to stop the hurricane. Not saying to, to just run into the hurricane. But, but it's going to run its course. It, it's a, This virus is a force of nature. And the only way out is herd immunity. We can wait six months and drag it out and destroy the economy. Or we can get it over with in a month. And Sweden decided, let's just get it over with. Because we don't want to destroy the economy. That's a perfect model. And you know what? Time will show that their model was correct. But we've this also is a video of Biden falling asleep uh, while talking to Hillary of, of on a live stream on
2: the front lines. You know, 80 percent of all health care workers in America are women. And one out of three jobs held by Biden's women out. in our country has been classified as essential so this is an issue that affects all of us uh, young and old, every
0: kind of background from every walk of life. But it is having all of us. Biden was asleep for let me let me let me count this. Um, so we're at what, what, what's the time 11 seconds into the video and he's asleep up until the 26th or the 25th. So he was asleep for about 15 seconds, give or take a, a few seconds. He just dozed out. He was looking down. His eyes were just straight up closed. And then he he when he woke up, it was like a little jolt, like, oh, let me wake up. Like you know, background. when you have like a bad dream, sometimes on a baseball, you're about to fall asleep and you almost get hit with a baseball. You're like, oh. It was that that's kind of what happened with Joe, but not as dramatic. But Back to, to Joe's defense, I think anybody can fall asleep listening to Hillary. I, that, that's how I fall asleep at night. I usually just just play the Democrat debate tapes, and it just knocks me out. Um, no, not, not really. But I think I might start doing that. You know, when you look up on YouTube, um, <laughs> you know, when you look up on YouTube, sounds to fall asleep to or nature sounds. Just listen to a speech by Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. You'll be out in thirty seconds or less. I can guarantee it. Now, this goes back to Joe Biden's mental health. Joe Biden's not mentally or physically all there. Think about it. What's his age? How old is Joe Biden? I think he's in his 80s. How old is Joe Biden? 77 years old. So, and Trump is 73. But Trump has a lot more life in him than than Biden. So let's say, by the time he, he, November 20th is his birthday. So if he was to win president, he would be 78 years old. Add four years to that. I mean, yeah, 78, add four years, he'll be 82 by the end of his first term, add another four years if he was to win a second, and he'll be 88 years old. I think I did my math correct. But that's old. That is old. I think the average life expectancy is 80. Let's see. Life expectancy in U.S. is 78 years old. So mathematically, statistically, Biden's only got a year left. (laughs) Let alone make it to the to his second term if he even gets elected. So, the, the vice presidential pick has never been more important than this election ever. Because whoever he picks as the VP, if he wins, that VP is more than likely going to end up being the next president after him. That's I'm sorry, but that's literally just a fact. When you're when your mental health and your physical health is that low and that bad, whoever your VP is is going to be the next president. Right now, obviously, Trump has no sign of slowing down, no sign of physical or mental capacity draining. He might slip up a little bit here and there, but the dude does daily press conferences for the last two months. So, you, I mean, that, that's just normal at that point. But that that's, that's the state of Biden. Biden, I don't know. I don't know. Just... It doesn't seem like... It seems like most of the Democrat base doesn't even want to vote for him. They're just forced to vote for him out of... that. That's who they got. That's who they picked. That's what... That's the best your party has to offer is Joe frickin' Biden, the guy that falls asleep listening to Hillary Clinton. I mean, we're all falling asleep listening to Hillary... You're falling asleep listening to me now because I got nothing left to say. But thank you. Thank you for, for watching. Thank you so much for listening to The Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, The left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, Also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. I'll, you know, I'll never take a day off. I, I I promise you. And if I do, then I, I probably I probably have COVID nineteen. I'm probably sick and dying. So yeah, thank thank you for tuning. In. I I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you are listening to this this far, then then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.